Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Well, welcome. Here we are, episode 21. Welcome to 2020, first episode of the year. Ironically, 21. We are in the mojo of the universe. Welcome to the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast, the podcast that brings you to the mojo of the universe. And back again, 2019, our inaugural year. Had uh, some great interviews. We had Elaine Shaw from Numa Live. We had Mr. Aaron Magner. We had sleeper hit Max Dawson from CBS's Survivor. We had fish lyricist Tom Marshall, and we had bass machine extraordinaire Mr. Mark Brownstein. All of those podcasts were record-setting and amazing podcasts and well-received, and I appreciate everybody and all the uh, the great conversations and, and just real positive energy based around all the work that we did, bringing you guys some, you know, cool content, some cool podcast stuff to listen to. Um, the Biscuits played some great shows in 2019, also seemed pretty well received from my point of view. Uh, it was a lot of, uh, you know, it was a lot of sold out shows, ironically. It was a lot of interesting shows. I feel like the Tractor Beam segment was a big hit. I feel like the new songs went over really well and, the you know, like in whatever form they were in, just putting them on stage and putting them out to the crowd was a real success. It just feels good to be kind of firing on all cylinders in a way. It feels good to be, you know, doing a little this and a little that and a little that and letting it all synergize. It had a really positive effect on me personally because I just feel like this is really fun and exciting and I'm very happy about it. So it's really exciting to be behind the microphone one more time for the first episode of 2020, episode 21, of course. Now, we have some upcoming Disco Biscuit shows, and uh, they are, I don't have, this is the list from last year, and I just don't really feel like clicking over to the other list. You guys know where the shows are. You know we're playing the Fillmore in Minneapolis, April 10-11. You know we're playing Mission Ballroom with a middle tractor beam set in Denver on May 8th and 9th. You know we're playing Electric Forest in Rothbury. You know we're playing Camp Bisco on Montage Mountain, Pennsylvania. You know these things. And there's other shows that got announced yesterday. Honestly, I was working. I was I was putting music together for y'all while, while they were announcing it. So kudos to the management team for pushing shows out and making things smooth. It's a well-oiled machine right now. 2020 is going to be steamrolled. That's That's my prediction. I think you guys are cool with that, right? We're still cool with that. I think we have a ticket contest, a new song ticket contest going on right now. So I think that's still in play. I'm not going to read the results right now because I think it's still in play. So you all know what the ticket contest is. Hashtag your favorite new song. Hashtag the uh, like nugs.net or YouTube or whatever where people can go listen to the version that you like. And, uh, and then we put you in the drawing. And the drawing is a random number generator that we made ourselves with a little code and uh you guys are just get chosen somebody gets chosen you get free tickets and you get to go to the show for free you know you're probably gonna go anyways you might as well go for free um wanted to take a quick second 
to thank all of our 2019 sponsors on the podcast. Thanks to you guys. Without your help, we uh, everybody's working for free, and then everybody's like, yo, this is crazy. But it's nice. Everybody makes a little money doing what they love over here, which is cool. And uh, it helps to have sponsors to do that. Live Nation was a big sponsor this year. Aspen Grove Tea was a big sponsor this year. Nugs.net was a sponsor. ConcentrateOnCannabis.com was a sponsor. Ardmore Music Hall was a sponsor. The Fillmore in Philadelphia was a sponsor. Q-Headphones was a sponsor. Highline Merchandise and John Warner were a sponsor. CID Entertainment was a sponsor. And Cash or Trade was a sponsor. So that's a nice list for 2019. We don't have anyone in charge of sponsors. The fact that we could have that many in our first year feels good. I like the sponsor angle. I feel like it keeps things vibrant around here. And uh, we do need new ones. So, you know, this is your chance out there. If you're like, yo, I want to be... I want to sponsor the podcast. Reach out and just send me an email to podcast at touchdownsallday.com. And we'll, we'll, we'll put you in there somehow for whatever. You know, we'll make it work. You know what I mean? We, we'll make it work. Um, it's usually, you know, it's kind of fun. However, it'll end up being sliced. Um, hmm. Jambase and Osiris Media were big, big parts of the podcast this year. Osiris is our network and... RJ and Tom and Christina and Nick and the whole crew over there. It really helps to have them. It really does. It really, they keep us grounded. They keep us real, keep us legit. You know, I haven't had that speech where RJ calls me up and is like, hey, kid, hey, kid, you're not keeping it real. Hey, kid, what's this crazy? You know, he's not a cigar chomping network executive yet. And I think it may take, it'd probably be a blunt when he does get to that point, but. We'll see what happens. Take a second and let's just talk about the Touchdowns All Day team. It's kind of a big team for the first year. Rich Steele, of course, Crunk Mike, uh, Chris Linval, the Disco Biscuits themselves, uh, Vic Sobti. And then we have a team of people helping us. Will Sozansky, Matt Munns, Andrew Blackstein, Sam Silkworth, Nicole St. Jones, Dennis Khaleesi, Mike Walsh, Christopher Tyrell, Chris Lonergan, Alexander Mazur, and of course, Cassie. That is the 2019 thank yous. I don't know why I didn't want to do that from tour. That was really the easiest thing that I've ever done in my life. But on tour, I really wanted to focus on the shows. And we did that. We focused on what was, you know, something like 16 shows in a, like only a few more days than that. There was Christmas, there was holidays, there was family stuff. It seemed like a lot. Setting up the mics in a hotel room, cutting a podcast... I feel like every other week is fine, but New Year's week, it feels like maybe, you know, the scene in Wolf of Wall Street where like the, the, the guy from Silicon Valley gets his goldfish eaten by Jonah Hill. That's how I feel setting up my podcast stuff. Like Jonah Hill's going to walk into the hotel room and, and swallow my podcast microphone. Um, probably, probably not taking the shows seriously enough if you're hanging out podcasting. However, you know, we all know as listeners of the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast that the podcast makes the world go round and round. And without the podcast, the world ceases to go around in the correct way. We need to mojo. We need to come together with the podcast and talk about this stuff. It's very important. These are the jams. These are the jams that make the jams jam. So 
Don't be afraid to tweet at us. Hashtag touchdowns all day. Don't be afraid to email us. Don't be afraid to at TDADBaby on Twitter. Send us a post on Instagram. Go to our Tumblr page for the first time ever. Do something with us on social media because that's what this is about. It's about the share. It's about us becoming friends around the jams. Today, we're going to listen to some jams. These are the new songs. This is the new song episode. You have made it. Episode 21. We're going to look back on episode... On uh, Sorry. We're going to look back on year 2019. And we're going to listen to the new songs. There's quite a few. And we're going to listen to them all. Rich Steele has picked really great versions from... The past couple weeks, I don't know. I'll talk about each version specifically when we get in there. And uh, Rich is on a boat right now. He's on Jam Cruise right now. So I'm going to cut this, and then we'll probably release it in a week. So you'll get this in a Sunday or two, and I will be chilling when that happens. Just so relaxing. So before we drop the theme song, I just want to let play some drops here. Uh, The Touchdowns All Day team, everybody gave you all a little holiday drop. It's still January. It's still holidays. So I just wanted you all to hear the voices of all the other people involved because this is a voice thing. So let's do some drops here. We'll hit the theme song. We'll get after the new songs. This is Christina from Osiris. Wanted to send a shout out to all the Touchdowns listeners out there. Thank you guys so much for your support. I wish you all a wonderful holiday season and sending lots of love. Hello, world. This is Vic Soap, the executive producer on Touchdowns All Day. Just want to say first and foremost, thank you to John Barber for taking us behind the scenes. And then thank you to all of you for listening and taking the journey with us. We look forward to another year with you. This is Chris, the Swedish fish, Linval, looking back on the past decade. What will people remember from the 2010s? The iPhone? The KFC double down chicken sandwich? Maybe Baby Yoda? Nope. Touchdowns All Day with John Barber. Here's to the 2020s being even more roaring and rocking. One love. Here's to another 1,000 episodes. What's up, Touchdowns All Day family? This is RJ from Osiris. Just wanted to say hi. Wanted to say congratulations on an amazing first year. First of all, Crunk Mike, the hardest working man in podcasting. Once you came on board, this thing started to take off. So nice work. Keep it up. Rich Steele, amazing editing. It's really what makes this podcast special is the editing, the music, the discussion over the music and and everything. And then, of course, John Barber, the host. I personally think the best monologues in podcasting come from touchdowns all day. Every time I listen, which is every episode, I laugh. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I'm confused. But I'm entertained all the time. It's been really cool. And and from an Osiris perspective, I got to say, this is what we envisioned Working with artists who care a lot about the music, who care about connecting with fans, who care about telling stories about their music and about their lives in a totally different way. And this is this podcast is a perfect representation of that. And to all the listeners out there, thank you all for your support and for just always being so passionate and, and being such great supporters of Touchdowns All Day. So Happy New Year. See you all in 2020. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Oh, hey, what's up? You got Crimis Crunk Mike over here, and we're looking at about a half-drunk bottle of Cavassier, which means we about out of time. So let me just wrap this thing up for you real quick. 
Shout out to the man, John Barber, King Babs, at Barber Shreds. We got good content, good people, great fans. The conversation with the fans has been the best part by far. I'm honored to be a part of a platform that gets to show how much you care about the music and the fans. Shine on, brother. I love you, man. Let's keep it going. Rich Steele. Thanks, dude. Keep the jams hard, fast, and dirty, my friend. Hard, fast, and dirty. That's what I wrote here. Vic, I mean, I don't know what... Your dog's cool. Pleasure having you on board. Osiris Media, we got a home. Thanks to you guys. Feels good to have a home. Don't you think? Shout out to my mom, my sister, my TDAD ambassadors. You know who you are. Sir Ricky the Rogue, Willie Styles, Chris in the Punch Bowl, the Youngs, Taroots, Mags, Bro Bible, Denny Khaleesi, Gutter Glam, Nicole St. Jones, Andy Bazzini, David Rofling, Miss Lisa, Walshy, Imams, all of you fans, really. The fans, most of all, so hungry, so thirsty for the best. I've never seen anything like it. And it's just a testament to the greatest band in the land, the Disco Biscuits. John, Mark, Alan, Aaron, the boys, Drew, Ryan, Johnny, Andy, Lonergan, the stream team, Big Crunk Energy, Maximum Crunk Energy, who's coming with me? Turn that butter, show me the quan, touchdowns all day, baby. I'll be on tour. We too shiny. Roll that theme song. We're mass communicating. We're mass Folks, for a second there, I thought we were rock stars. For a minute there, I convinced myself that I was a rock star again. But alas, alas, it was just a dream. It was just New Year's. Champagne bottles and sparkly things all over the place. It wasn't even real. It wasn't, it wasn't, what was it? It was just a dream. I don't know if that's a, a, a really bad Biggie or a terribly bad Babe Ruth. But I'll tell you what, folks. I'm back in my day job. Broadcasting. This is what we do. This is what we do. Every other week, the Touchdowns All Day podcast, direct to your ears, 2020. We're happy to be here. We're happy to be talking to you. I'm glad everybody from the everybody from the team put together a little message for you guys for the holidays. And uh Damn, did I have to do a lot of editing to bring that to you guys. These guys went on like 40-minute rambles about how much they love you. Every single one of them. It was like, it was like a 40-minute, you know. It, looked, it took almost an hour to download all their audio files from the cloud. That's how long 
the things were that these people sent me to post to the podcast. It would have been a 60 hour podcast. But, you know, I took the good parts. We got the good parts. It was definitely worth it. Let's jump into what is first show of the year. We are doing what we do, we broadcast. We're mass communicating. We're going to listen to the new songs. That's the other thing that we do. Play lots and lots and lots of new stuff. We're going to start with what I consider the original new song of the year, which has had many names. The sample has a name as the first one. I think it was called Inception for a while. Now it's currently called Clocks. I'm going to play this for you guys. sounds nothing like what I thought it sounded like. It's totally changed. It feels really three-dimensional to me now. I love the keyboard sounds all over the place. Let's see where it goes here.
Well, that one part in the middle there is is clearly needs to be doubled. I mean, the the Jimmy Page part is what I call that like crazy lick. I don't really even know the notes of that lick. I kind of know what it's supposed to do, but I haven't like gotten into it too deep because I like I like it being all dirty and, and Jimmy Page like that. And then maybe we hit the triplet part a little bit earlier and spread it out a little bit. I wonder if we've already tried that on tour. I feel like we did a jam there. That was very intense. Very intense. Um, I, what, how much? There's so much to talk about on that version, to be honest. That song was written uh, with myself and Eric Zane. It was written at the Castle, which is a house that I lived at earlier this year. Um, it was written with Eric was playing piano in the living room by himself. I think he was working out some song that he was recording. And then I walked over with my guitar and just started playing along with what he was doing and we just made clocks pretty much and then we went into the studio a couple days later and we like worked out the parts we added the jimmy page part we added the other actually the jimmy page part didn't come till later uh, but we added the middle section we had a little triplet thing and then um you know came back around worked out the chords made it juicy and then I think we did another session on it where we added the Jimmy Page part and then some of the guitar melodies that I'm playing at the beginning. There is a version where they're vocals, actually. So, but I don't, I kind of don't want to mess with it right now. I'm kind of happy with where it is. I don't want to turn it into another song. You know, I don't, it's just so much. I like where it is now. It's it's super three dimensional. It seems organic to me. Like, I don't even really know what it is. I, that's like the first time I really ever heard those notes played in that song like even when we never really had too much of a chance to rehearse it except for maybe once or twice so everybody goes in like practiced and ready to go but like the mind melt sometimes occurs on stage and nobody seems to mind that i don't know why like i guess if cirque delay cirque du soleil did that somebody would like fall and hurt themselves but uh the biscuits nobody cares musically we jump around nobody cares so that's the story behind that song. I, I don't know where that one's going to go, to be honest. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of places that one could go. Let's move on to this next one. This is from Orlando, which was a, a really unique show for us. I don't think we played Orlando in a really long time. And it was a cool starting show for this little our little Florida tour that we did, which was Really the kickoff of a lot of great biscuit sounds. So here is Electric Slinky from the Orlando House of Blues, I believe. (laughs) 
Well, there you go. Straight shred fest. Definitely hit the thing in like episode whatever. We were talking about hitting the high lick and sticking it. That happened. Then we talked about repeating that. That didn't happen. Then we get back around and should have gone back there again. Of course, right? Of course. Of course. This is a year-end podcast. Would have been perfect. Did we know? We did some punk rock stuff, which leads me to believe that maybe this, maybe we had done that kind of jam earlier in the set. You know, the interesting thing about being a jam band is, or, or just literally playing the song differently every night in a different spot in the set, is that, hey, maybe like the, the perfect top of that electric slinky jam, maybe we did something similar to it in the song before, you know? And when we get to this point, Electric Slinky, we're like, ah, I don't want to play it like that. Like, clearly, you know, we hit the top of that jam, and then the whole band pulled off of it and started doing irreverent punk things, which leads me to believe we had just played a song before this. I could look it up. Uh, the internet is right here. But it would involve a number of clickings. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if clicking while broadcasting is something that I'm willing to experiment with. You know, I just want... The broadcast to be the broadcast. So you tell me, before that jam, did we do something similar? The, the, the top of that jam, it was like, it was what we talked about on the podcast. It was it was go up and hit the, the little lick, the four note thing that's heroic and great. We talked about that. Did we hit it there? Yeah, yeah, we did. Then we talked about repeating it a few times so that people could sing along. Did we do that? No. So there you have it, folks. Synopsis on the podcast right here. That was great, though. Thank you, Rich. Let's move on to Rocket Science from Syracuse. This sounds great. Love this. How good could you feel, right? This song is like one step behind clocks in its 3D dimensionality, right? Because, you know, we're kind of all still tight. 
And then once we loosen that up, so I think I'll probably find another line on guitar, which I think I already know what that line is. And then maybe we go into something that sounds like maybe we get there in this version. That would be interesting to hear. There's some promise there. I like this song. I don't know what form it's going to be. I don't know what's going to happen to this one. I've had this one for quite a few years. I always thought it was fun. You know, it always passes. Like, it always is what it is. We have another set of chord changes that we've been doing in Shemra that has a very similar vibe to this that we put in as just some fun harmony changes to jam over. And it kind of reminded me of this song. And that was, I think, the last Capitol Theater last year. And to start off 2019, and it just felt so much like this song, I was like, yo, why don't we just play Rocket Science, you know? So here it is. Here is another new one to follow this up. Here's another one to follow this up. This is a uh, kind of a sonic experiment that's a lot of fun. I enjoy this one. Check out Station.
Well, that's the first time I've ever heard that one. Never heard that one before. Isn't that crazy? We'll see what happens with that one. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where that one's going to go. I like playing it. It's a lot of fun. Here is Freebus Slinky from Fort Lauderdale. December 13th, 2019. At the Revolution.
Really, really interesting song, Freebus Slinky. Wow. So, there were two things I wanted to talk about there, but I lose my whole train of thought during the whatever that thing is at the end. What is, what is that? Is that a chord progression with a melody? Is it a verse and a chorus? Is It builds the whole time. It loops around on itself and then it keeps building. What is that section? Is that a melody section? What do we, is, is that the verse? I don't know what it is. But the jam... For those of you guitar players and other soloists out there listening, classic move at the jam there. Climax the jam on an A, on like a, an idea. Like pick an idea musically. Do, 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 do. I was doing that rising thing. I feel like it's a quote of an old disco song or something. And I did that. And I tried to, you know, cap the jam that way. Didn't work. Then I tried something else. That didn't work. Jam's still going up. So I did the old play half of the first one, half of the second one, half of the first one, half of the second one. And when you go back and listen to it, honestly, like putting things together kind of like that on stage sounds great. It's great to listen to. It's a pleasure to listen to stuff that's really organized and put together well like that. And so for the end of the jam, uh, that's fantastic. And then it goes into this section that is Freebus Slinky, which I don't know what it is yet. I don't know if it's a melody or or what. I think I know where the lyrics go, so we'll see what that one. We'll see what that one turns into. This one is called Hero.
I get that part now. I get that part. I have not heard that where we go into the other part at the end. I had a really fun thing happen with Hero where I got to be a fly on the wall for the conversation between Mark and Aaron about what chords they wanted to play under the guitar melody. So I brought to them the guitar melody. And then Aaron came up with a bunch of different sets of changes that he thought would work. And then him and him and Mark sat there and played them with each other and kind of like figured out which chord was cool here, which chord was cool there. And I was just standing there playing the melody over and over again. And um, I, I didn't want him to know that I didn't know what the chords were. You know what I mean? So I was just standing there like, yeah. <laughs> and to watch them go through the mechanics of which chord was cool here, which chord was cool there. And then to hear right there what they came up with is... That was awesome for me. That was kind of like my podcast moment right there. And it was very cool. And it was backstage like earlier in the year, like uh, early in the fall tour. All right, here's one. All right, so we apologize to Vic because uh, Vic wanted us to play this song from Burlington, which he says is the bomb. But I don't pick the songs around here. Rich Steele picks the songs. And um, he didn't pick that one, Vic. I'm sorry, buddy. Sorry. We'll do that one on another one. I'll take a listen to that one. But this is 4th of July from Fort Lauderdale, 12-14-2019. At the Revolution. Let's check this one out. Rich obviously picked it for a reason. Let's find out. How about those drums, folks? How about that triple fill?
it's July 4th. You're, you're, everybody's doing cool stuff. And you forgot to make plans. And, you know, so, you, so what happens? You, you go sit in the studio. Because what else are you going to do? You no plans. I didn't even, I didn't even have cheeseburgers. What was I going to do? So, you know, sounds like fireworks. Feels good.
Very celebratory mood here. We're really, really, really happy about Fourth of July in this song. We're like, it's it's the greatest holiday ever. It's like kids on Halloween. There it is. So forth, so July. There it is. Uh, this next song, I think this is our last song. This next song is Stars in the Sky, which, honestly, last year I was writing a lot of songs, and I wasn't trying to write them for any particular purpose, but this one just screamed great Disco Biscuit song to me, so... Uh, it was cool to finally get a chance to do this one with the bands.
Well, there it is right there. That's the new song right there, right? We put that, that part that we just played is going to become the verse. And whatever verse we're playing in the song, we're going to change to that. And then we're going to change the key of this song. This is like a trick that I never do. Like, Jerry used to do this all the time, is take this song and just play it in whatever key matches your voice. So this this song, it just doesn't feel like it matches my voice, doesn't feel like it matches Aaron's voice that great. So we're just going to change the key of it. Just like Jerry would have, and a million other people who've all been, Willie Nelson would have done it 12 times already. You know, he'd have three different versions of it already. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to use that verse, and then we're going to change the key, and then space the vocals out a little bit, and make a new song out of it. Because this is cool. I like the energy of this. It's totally original in the Biscuit set. It feels like I was writing different kind of music, and it just fits well with the band.
There it is. Rich Steele, you're a genius. Twice, eight times at the end there. Unbelievable. The mojo is strong here. This is the first episode of 2020. So this is, of course, episode 21. And we all here at the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast want to say thanks to you all for listening. It means a lot to us. And look, how much did we learn tonight about the new songs? How much did we learn about the way the band's playing tonight? This is an indispensable tool. This is the most amazing thing. We're all sitting here together listening to the jams. Rich picks them out for us. We don't got to do any work at all. We don't do not. Rich does all the work. You know what I mean? And Crunk Mike tells you when it happens. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic world we live in. Anyways, thank you from the podcast, from everybody. This is a real joy. I got a lot of work to do. I'm going to go back to the studio tomorrow and get started, folks. We got a couple shows coming up. I'll see you there. We're mass communicating. We're mass communicating.